You are now listening to Love and War, the male and female perspective of love, life, and relationships in the 21st century, with your host, Crystal Francis. Tonight on Love and War, we debunk relationship myths about women. We also talk a little bit about things women lie about in relationships. We have myself, Dr. Francis, and TW. Check us out. What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Love and War. I'm your host, Dr. Francis, and today we are going to be talking about Spelling relationship myths about women. Now, I'm very excited to have an exclusive with TW since the men act like they don't know the time to call into the show. But um, we're actually going to be talking about dispelling these myths because the thing, and I'm kind of glad that they haven't called in yet because the thing that bothers me about men is they think they know more about women than us. Not to say that some of the things they say aren't true, but it just behooves me to the core when people try to tell, tell, when a man tries to tell a woman about what she wants in a relationship. And the thing that I need my men to understand, men, because we did, we did an exclusive before um, with just the men on this, on this why um, men lie topic and you know during that show there were there were a lot of in my opinion what I call assumptions Um, and I've been getting a lot of response from women who've heard that show and you know they're like hey we need to do one on women because men think they have us figured out And, yes, you can read a book. Yes, you can watch a video. You can watch movies that kind of reveal who we are. But, men, if you really want to know who your woman is, how to communicate to her, go to the source. Go to that woman. Because we're always seeing men... And this, sometimes women do it too when we're trying to educate ourselves on the opposite sex. We find these resources, and then we think this the end-all, be-all. So today what me and TW are going to do for you is we're going to dispel some myths about women okay. in relationships. So TW, before we even get into the specifics, like what are some of your heartburns? that you've actually witnessed about men really thinking that they know women? <laughs> Girl, well, uh, yeah. Um, so, of course, um, especially um, <laughs> as it pertains to that episode about why men lie, um, yeah, I can understand why you received uh, a lot of responses 
from women and a lot of feedback um, because, yeah, it's just a lot that we just need to um, deconstruct, if you will, um, particularly in the case of thinking that all women would be would prefer to be comforted with a lie instead of being told with the truth. Um, as for me, I would rather for you to be upfront and honest because that's what I am. And so if you think that covering up what you're doing with a lie is basically um, – appeasing my feelings, it's wrong. Because if anything, I'm going to be more offended and hurt that you decided to lie, Um, especially if integrity is something that I firmly stand on. And so um, I always believe that um, when you feel like it's okay to lie, it's almost as if you don't respect who I am as a person, first and foremost and then you don't respect who I am to you. Um, Because any type of relationship that trust is built upon and that I have a close bond with, whether it's, you know, my tribe, my circle of friends, you as my best friend, um, you know, family members, things like that, I'm not going to feel comfortable to to lie. I want to be as honest as possible, um, because once you start one lie, it snowballs into something else. And so, yeah, I would just rather you told the truth up front. Um, because yeah. when you lie, I'm going to find out either way that you lied. So you might as well be up front and honest. <laughs> Hello, what's done in darkness will be brought to light. That's what the Bible says. <laughs> always, always now, always. Yes. So... You know, I want to – I'm going to take, like, kind of like a, the same similar approach I do with the guys where I, like, say different stuff and we say whether or not it's a myth or uh, um, facts or fiction and then kind of give some rationale behind it um, for the women. So we talked a little bit about, you know, why men lie um, and – I wanted I want us to start talking a little bit about why women tell lies, and then we're going to snowball mm-hmm. into different uh, different topics. So, like, what do women typically lie about in relationships? In your opinion, <laughs> <laughs> hmm. I would say um, women often lie about um, the type of gifts. That are received. Um, <laughs> um, you know, if you know that your man is putting forth, forth effort on trying to shower you with gifts, like say for a special occasion, whether it's your birthday, anniversary, or something like that, and you know, because you know, early on, sometimes you don't get it right. Um, early on, it's not something you necessarily enjoy. Um, Prime example, um, you know how there's a myth that all women love flowers. Not the case for me. Um, and so if I were to receive flowers, it'd be like, oh, thanks. You know, but it's not like right. it's not really something I enjoy. I don't have a green thumb. So the, I, I tell people straight up, 
those flowers are going to die within a day or two, you know. Um, so just be really thoughtful. Um, don't just get them because everyone else says so or, you know, that's the preconceived notion. All women love flowers. Not really. Um, and so receiving a gift that you don't necessarily enjoy and or, you know, necessarily like, but you see that his heart was fully into it, I think <laughs> – Women often do lie about that, like, oh, great, I really enjoy this gift, but deep down you're kind of like, why did he get me this? Girl, let me tell you, I yeah. know you're right. <laughs> I love flowers, but I like a specific, like, I love roses. Um, yeah, that's just my favorite flower, but that doesn't mean... I want roses for everything, like, you know what I mean? Like, right. <laughs> Right. Now, I do have a favorite type of flower. I will say that. Um, But it's just not something I want to be gifted with. Like, calla lilies are my favorite. Um, I like it for decor and all that kind of stuff. But to give to me as a gift, no thank you. Right. Mm -hmm. Now, I I think it's funny because I think Christmas is always interesting <laughs> with people because they feel like, especially your first Christmas when you're dating the person, I always appreciate um, people who pay attention because a- another thing yeah. that I think is a, a, myth, a myth, especially it really doesn't align with me along the lines of the gift, gift is jewelry. Like I'm not a big jewelry person. But mm-hmm. I'm not going to say no to the jewelry, but I don't – I feel like it's a waste of money, in my opinion, except for, you know, the wedding <laughs> ring. Yeah. You know, that, that's a great jewelry to invest in. But the, I, the reason why I don't like to get jewelry is because I know it's expensive, and I, I can't do, like, fake jewelry. So, like, in my ears, you know, like, so certain people can't have, like, the nickel and things like that. So Right. All of my jewelry that I get has has been gifted to. I don't spend money on jewelry. Um, mm-hmm. And I remember one time I was dating this guy, and you know, for my birthday, he had bought me these. Uh, uh, this t- like I like Tiffany necklaces. Okay, so if, there mm-hmm. are certain jewelry that I like, but I just don't think it's worth people spending their money. So he had bought me this um, Tiffany necklace. And when I saw, you know, women, this is what we do, man. I'm just going to keep it 100. Not all women do it. <laughs> we will see how much. You, you think you're doing something by taking the tag off the box. We already know how much it costs, okay? And so I was like, oh, my God, he bought me this, right? And I wanted to say something to him so bad because I'm like, I cannot believe he spent his money on this. Because, mind you, we were still in, I think we had just graduated from college or something. And he's going to laugh because he knows who he is. And when he, I was like, how much did you spend on this? Because I knew how much it cost. I knew it was like, uh, I think it was like a Christmas sale or something. I don't know. It was, whatever mm-hmm. season it was bought and it was a sale. But anyway, it was a lot of money. And I said, how much did you spend? I was like, look, you can be honest. And he thought, I was like, oh, my God, why would you spend that much money on a necklace? Like, he was like, I was like, you should have just got me the other one that was cheaper. He was like, what? Girl, do you know that this dude took that gift back? And- <laughs> I 
what he got me to do. He was like, girl, I'm glad, I'm glad you said that, girl. He snatched that box so fast. I said, you know what, some old petty behind. But I was like, you know, and then he got the cheaper one, and I liked mm-hmm. it more. But he, yeah. I was like, well, why would you get this one? He was like, well, the guy in the store. I said, you let that man uptell you. But, you know, he was pretty much. so funny because he knew he didn't want to spend that money, but he did it out of the kindness of his heart. And because I know, number one, I'm not going to say he was cheap, but he was very uh, a smart spender. And I was like, you what, spent that? I was like, oh, that's so sweet. But you can take it back and get me this one because it's so cheap. Girl, it was the funniest thing in my life. But, um, yes, men, you know, we look at the price tag. Yes, we do. But at the end of the day, before jewelry is like one of those things that you want to make sure because it's an investment, especially if you're buying a real yes. Please ask them if they like it. Don't go off of what some other chick or with your mother or what you, you want that person to be happy with your gift. Ask them what they want. It's nothing wrong with asking people what they want. Like, I'm the type of person I ask. Mm-hmm. And I know it's like the whole element of surprise. But for Christmas time, what I like to do is the, I call it the, the, the like Santa's list. So I always tell the person, give me 10 items that you would love to have that you haven't either had the time to, to buy, you don't have the money to buy, name, no, no cars or nothing like that, but and then I get them something on the list. They don't know what they're going to get. And mm-hmm. then if I want to add my own little surprise or something that I think they like, do your due diligence. Like, what's your favorite color? What do you? What don't you like? Because the worst thing to right. do is get somebody a gift that they don't like, and women are going to lie about it because they don't want to hurt your feelings. Yeah. It like, was a really good one. I'm telling you, uh, you see the intent behind it. <laughs> You're like, I don't want to hurt their feelings, but <laughs> but like you Especially said, with, with the men saying that their egos are, you know, yeah, they did you know. mention that in that conversation. But yeah, it's like do your homework or don't think another myth about women is that thinking we only want the expensive gifts. Sure. Who was an expensive gift gift that's meaningless? Like, it has to mean something to me, you know? Um, Like, it could be a gift that, say, maybe, say if your first date was at an art show or at an art gallery or something like that, and then say the gift is, like, later on, you know, for a date to celebrate your anniversary, you're going to a paint night canvas because, hey, remember, it symbolizes how we first met. We met at an art show. Something. You know what I mean? Like, put some effort into it. You want to know what I thought was the cutest thing? Like, the, you know, shout out to you-know-who. <laughs> <laughs> so once, you know, the, 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 the last dude that I was dating, um, one thing that I thought was so cute, <laughs> he asked me, you know, I had, um, I always, we didn't live in the same state or whatever, so I had to always um, be the one doing most of the traveling because of the type of work that he did. And mm-hmm. then so he asked me, you know, what I wanted for my birthday. And he was like, I already know what you want. And he was like, you want me to come um, visit you? I said, Are your dad going to skip me. So I was like, yeah, I don't want you to get me no um, gift or anything. So anyway, you know, he came to visit me for my birthday. And then he was like, well, I didn't. He was like, well, did you want anything? Um, and 
I was like, no, because you, you know, you know, he spent his time and his money. I mean, and then when he was here, he was even buying me stuff. Every time I went to go see the guy, he always, I never had to spend my money. So even when he came here, I was trying to like buy, like, like pay for the food. And he wouldn't even let me do none of that. Of course, it was my birthday. Well, anyway, so he was like, well, I, um, I know you didn't want a gift, but I got you this. So he, he, I didn't know he knew how to draw. He drew me a picture of me, like of how he like viewed me. Wow! It was the, it was the cutest thing. Like he had, because um, I'm always working, always in my book. And so he had drew this picture of me in my room on my bed studying, and then had this little bubble with my in my head with like mm-hmm. chicken wings and snacks. And the thought, because I'm always wanting to, it was like, I was like, oh, you know me. That's crazy. It was cute. So, like, little thoughts and things like that, yeah, go a Mm -hmm. long way. Now, another myth I want to talk about, um, because men, as you know, Showtime is always mentioned in this, the intimacy piece. Men just think they have us figured all the way out. Mm -hmm. I'm going to need men to really understand (laughs) <laughs> that intimacy to a woman is beyond laying on your back. Come on here, Saint. One more time. Can, can okay. we just break it down? Because men, I hear over and over, oh, you know, and yes, to the gentleman, you know, we understand that men, you want to be able to, um, you know, do it to us whenever you want, you have whatever you have. Look, let me, we want to help you out. Because y'all, and I think that we had a show on the last show. Our guest, mm-hmm. um, uh, John, had made a statement about, um, you know, men want to be able to have their woman whenever he wants, and she's not always going to be in the mood. And it's it's his job to get her in the mood. Okay. Well, we want to help y'all out, brothers, because I'm going to also need y'all to understand. Just like y'all want to be able to have the woman whenever she wants. She wants certain things from you that she wants to be able to have whenever she wants. And I can guarantee you there's a theory called mutual exchange. When women are satisfied in their relationship, you're not going to have any problems in that area, gentlemen. You won't have to beg. You won't have to play mind games. She's going to nope. always be in the mood because you're doing the part that you needed to do before asking her who has to want to get in the mood. So if we can just break down intimacy to men so that they can clearly understand that it's more than just physical. I'm going to let you just go ahead. How do you want to start this one off, P.W.? Because this is, you know, I think the love language plays a large part. But I'm going to let you go ahead. Yes. Um, That's actually the street that I was turning on, Um, love language. Um, In order to really understand or recognize your partner's love language is that you have to really be able to understand your partner. Um, You cannot assume based on the appearance of your partner, that you know what her love language is, okay? Come on. Let, let's start there. And it's not in no book, sir. Okay? Listen. Um, <laughs> that so, book that you read was for that woman who they wrote it on. It wasn't on the whole population of American women or Hispanic women, whatever nationality. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. 
Exactly. And so the authentic way of learning about your partner's love language is having a conversation, which sounds easy, but it's not. Clearly, Mm-mm. people are making it more difficult than it has to be. Um, just really having a conversation, really being intentional with the conversation. Um, men who are really diligent for seeking after what they truly want will pay attention to certain things that a woman says. They will pay attention to her nuances and notice how she moves to then be able to say, hmm, I have an idea of what her love language may be, but let me dig in deeper into the conversation to see if what she says solidifies what I'm already thinking. Because when you're walking around and you're assuming, this is how you end up giving the wrong gifts. Because you don't Come know on. your partner's love language. Um, and so, and just because <clears throat> my love languages are different than yours doesn't mean that they're not inadequate. We got to learn. That's the whole point of mutual exchange. <laughs> um, just because it may be a little different from what how you want to receive love doesn't mean that the way I want to receive love is wrong. We got to be say open. That one more time. To, Can you say that one more time for those who were, who were distracted? One more time. Oh, well, 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 say. Listen, we all stuck inside for the corona. You better not be distracted. Um, <laughs> how you receive love and how I receive love are different. So just because the way I receive love is different from yours doesn't mean that my way of receiving love is wrong. So true. So true. So for for those of you out there who don't know what the love languages are, I'm going to just run through them briefly. briefly. There there have been five identified core love language categories, but you have to also understand that when someone says that they have a love language, it doesn't mean they just fit in one box as well. Some people, their love language can be, fit in more than one category. So as PW was saying, you have to take time to get to know that person. So we're just going to go through just each of these. Um, The first one is words of affirmation. Words of affirmation is showing love through language and affirmation. It doesn't mean um, just giving compliments like I love you. I'm thinking about you. I hope you have an amazing day. Um, What it does it's deeper. It's telling that person how you connect with them. It's showing that you care for them. Um, it's, it does mean you're saying that I love you and I want to be with you, but it goes beyond that. Um, you know how people say actions speak louder than words. So when you're giving someone words of affirmation, just make sure because what women do we want to hear, I mean, many women, they know they're beautiful. They know, but they just want to hear you say it. They know that you like her or you find her attractive. But it's nothing to just give her that compliment and say, babe, you're looking good today, or I appreciate, um, you know, when you wear your real hair. Like I had dated, like the same guy I was talking about, he, you know, he always like, you always wearing, I mean, he loved the fact that I always was really feminine. I wear my heels and da, 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 da. And um, he, uh, when he came to see me, um, I did not have fake hair in my head, okay? 
So, or makeup, because he had made a comment. He was like, you know, you know you don't need makeup or fake hair. You're already pretty. I'm like, oh, my God, that was so nice, right? So I was like, all right, I'm not going to wear fake hair and makeup, right? And he liked when I wore my real hair. And so, guys, if you if you don't like that your woman out here wearing her lashes where it look like she's about to fly away, she's doing – a lot of times women's beauty um, customs or rituals are because they think that's what y'all want. You know what I mean? So if you don't want her out here tattooing her eyebrows to a full year, and doesn't now some women want to do it. So if just because you don't want it doesn't mean she shouldn't be able to do it. She should be happy doing whatever makes her happy. But those positive words of affirmation sometimes women are enhancing their beauty because that's what they think that men like. And I've been saying contrary that men actually don't like what we think they like as far as our beauty. Like they okay, you got your little. He's 32-inch Brazilian, but he would prefer if he could run his hands through your head, but he can't because you sold up. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just men, affirm her beauty. You know, affirm other things, too, not just that. Um, quality time is another one. Do you want to take the quality time piece? When, like, quality time is just quality time, men. It's not yeah. just spending time with her because you want her to lay down on her back. Quality I'm time means I don't have an agenda, and I just want to be around you to share time with you. Mm-hmm. I'm Full being attention. mentally present in the moment. That's quality time. I'm being intentional and being deliberate with blocking time out, carving time out on my, for my day, my busy work schedule, just to see how you're doing. To listen to your concerns, to listen to your ambitions, quality time. You can also be affectionate during the quality time. <laughs> yeah. As in not looking at your phone, but you're, again, going back to being present in the moment. Looking at her in her eyes when she talks. Oh, that's one of, I love that. That just makes me melt, you know, when a guy can hold a conversation and not be distracted. Yes. I love yes. it, and I am a. I'm not a shy person, but I'm, you gonna see a little. Uh, what do I call myself? Extrovert Francis go turn right into a little introvert if you look me in my eyes and tell me everything I want to eat. <sighs> yes, Lord, Hallelujah. Oh, I'm sorry. You know, giving, <laughs> giving, give. I'm sorry, I was having a day drink. Giving gifts. <laughs> we already talked about that. Is another love language. Um, but it's like we were saying before, it's thoughtful. It shows that you're paying attention, you're thinking about the person. You're giving them what they want, to, the gift that they want, and and it's something that you – it shows that you're paying attention. Like T.W. was saying, if you know that she's an author, she's going to – she'll appreciate something that you can give her that authors like versus a, a bag of flowers. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Um, physical touch is another love language. Um, I am a hugger. So I'm a cuddly person. I like to cuddle. Cuddle Francis here. <laughs> <laughs> and I know, I know guys be like, this girl, you're a daggone big old baby. Yes, I am a big baby. I like to be hugged. I like to... Um, I mean, I'm not really a PDA. 
Like, you know how some people, they just like to be all bunned up. I mean, hugged up. Um, you public. said it like, right, I, girl, because sometimes I'll be like, what is happening? Um, yeah, like, I mean, you ain't got to be, you know, I, I don't mind holding hands in public. Like, I don't mind. Like, I remember the, I mean, the guy again, like, yeah, I was like, oh, you like to hold hands? Um, and he didn't. He just knew that I was <laughs> a PDA, and so he just did it because I like it. And, um, you know, physical touch is, yeah. Um, to, to add to that with physical touch, I think sometimes um, what we've often seen on social media, that some couples get caught up in the idea of PDA that it's no longer natural. Um, and so it's like make it make sense, right? Um, <laughs> because... Again, like a physical touch is your love language. Like I'm a hugger. Um, I like to lay my head on, you know, when I have one, <laughs> my man's shoulder, chest, you know. Um, that's just me, but I allow it to happen naturally. I don't just be like, oh, people are staring. We're out in public. Let me just go ahead and and do this so people know that we're together. Like if you're already in sync and you're already, like, embracing what's going on, um, in that moment, then it'll just flow that way. And so I think when it becomes forceful or becomes routine, it's no longer um, feeding what your love language is. Yeah, that is so true because, and people need to also understand when someone's uncomfortable and not to force them to have, yeah. you know, Especially if they don't like PDA, because sometimes they could be doing it out of respect. Like I think, some, like I had a friend, and you could tell, like she was just all over this guy. Like, and we were in—I don't know if you were with me at this time, but we were. Um, we all went to college, and she just is a PDA, but she's like X-rated type PDA type. So I'm like, but why do like, I know who you're talking about? Yes, and I'm like, you could tell the guy was so uncomfortable because the. Environment we were in, it wasn't appropriate. And so you have to really understand. And he was so uncomfortable. You could tell they're not together anymore. That's probably why. I mean, I don't know if that's why, but. Mm. Well, listen, I'm just going to sit. Right. Like, you have to be, you can't be so concerned about your feelings that you don't care about the other person. Like, it has to be a balance. Yes. if the person doesn't like the PDA, respect them enough. Like, if they prefer to keep that stuff behind closed doors, or maybe they don't mind, you know, holding hands, but they don't want to be sticking their throat, their tongue down your throat in public out of respect for kids and, you know, <laughs> the rest of the mm-hmm. people are going to watch. So I think, you know, we have to use a little bit of emotional intelligence when you're dealing with the physical touch. Can, can we park it right here when you said emotional mm-hmm. intelligence? Because, um, a caveat is the whole body language piece. Remember a conversation that we had about people, um, excuse me, certain men um, dismissing what the body language is revealing. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and when we've had this discussion with these said men, um, prime example, if you know that a woman is not into you, a woman is not interested, she's verbally saying she's not interested, and then her body language is reflecting that. And then their response was, oh, well, we just look at it as a challenge because we just feel like if you continue to press and wear you down, then you'll change your mind. How sweet. 
Mm. Well, that's you, another myth. Let's dispel that that's quickly. Let me tell you something. Women know off the cuff, straight. Like certain times, we're trying to figure you out. And two, I mean, I get what men are saying because y'all have to be able to be able to decipher when someone's being nice. And they don't want to be rude because nowadays <laughs> men really they really contradict themselves because you out here you know oh it's a challenge right and then on the same on the same hand y'all say that y'all can't handle rejection because it causes you know uncomfortable feeling and pain or whatever but let me let y'all know y'all have to y'all have to get to a point where if a woman has to reject you because you're just being so forward that she just needs to just like look bruh. At the end of the day, I ain't feeling you like that. You're a good guy. But a lot of guys be in their feelings about it. So, um, and then you have to also know know that woman. Like, I know me. The I get this all the time from men. You're intimidating. You're intimidating. You're intimidating. So I don't, if a, if a guy likes me and they're sitting here trying to, I don't want to just be like, hey, yo, I don't even like you like that. Because I've already been told m- many times that I'm intimidating. So the fact that you got mustered up enough courage to come at me, I'm not going to just, like, straight up and be ignorant about it. Like, I'm going to try to do it as lightly as possible by maintaining your friendship. <laughs> but we, men, you got to understand the difference. You have to. And, you know, granted, hard work pays off, like they said, but at the end of the day, don't make it so difficult for the woman to be honest because you out here pressing and pressing and pressing and eventually she's going to say, look, I don't like you. Right. The attraction has to be there from the beginning. Like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Like, what? And then, then yeah. What I don't like is, okay, because this typically happens, right, when we're out in public and if you say no and you're straight up like, I've witnessed this. Like, you're not being ignorant or anything. You're just like, you know what, I don't do you that way, whatever. But then they feel like they can take a sharp left, a detour down the street of confusion to me, thinking I'm going to be the go-between to say, hey, come on, man, see if she can change her mind. See, this is what I'm talking about. This is the problem that we, we come against every time. Come on here, And I'm man. like, I'm like, you need to ease up because if she said no, she said no, and you have to be that friend to your friend because you got to respect what your friend said. If your friend said no, that's it. You got to respect her no. Like, I'm tired of these um, fair-weather friends putting themselves, (laughs) inserting themselves in situations they don't belong. Come on. Respect the no and keep it moving. And if you know your friend, like I know you, you're going to want a man to be direct and upfront from the beginning. You're not going to want a man playing telephone sending messages through me to tell you. Come on, say. Because is, is, is that going to be the tone that you're setting for, say, if you were to enter a relationship, that they think, oh, I'm just going to go to Tasha because that's her best friend, because I have a problem with Dr. Francis. You know, I'm going to use her friend as a middle person. That's not how that works. Like, no, come on, you got to recognize those behaviors early on. Yes, you do. And people learn very quick <laughs> when they try Don't to say. be the best friend. The real best friend will be like, "Hey, hey, boo, hey, boo, boo. Uh, uh-uh. uh, that ain't even it. That ain't even what God has for her right now. 
Did you pray about that one? <laughs> Listen, do you know who you're praying to? Because at the end of the day, <laughs> you don't want to just be a gap filler or a number because you have unresolved circumstances. Just say, yes, so we're going be very careful you. about going through the best friend because, and then if the best friend gives you advice and be like, she just take it, like, it's nothing wrong with being the person's friend because I feel like sometimes, you know, maybe she don't like you right now. And, and it's, I think sometimes men take everything personal because I've seen instances where you can tell the maturity of a man, of course, in these situations. Come on. A guy walking walk the street and a guy I'm like, hey, sure, you cannot get the number. I don't respond well to that. Like, no, you cannot. Um I'm sorry. Like, that's just not how you want to address a real woman. And and sometimes the guys get all in their feelings. Forget you, there, you ugly anyway. Okay, right, start so cursing like, you out. Your time, try to stop an ugly girl and ask her for her number. Thanks. You know what I mean? Like guys, y'all gotta stop doing that. Mess. If a woman says no, no, and be be respectful. I remember one time I was out. And I tell guys this all the time. If I'm out and a guy's out, like direct men. I was out with a, one of my guy friends, and we were going to the movies, and we were walking past another guy. And I, I think sometimes men can tell whether or not that's your girl or your, or not, you know. So the guy, I, I said, I like his style. He walked up to the other, he waited for us to pass. Um, then there was like this little bench thing, and then he had walked up. He was like, hey, brother, can I talk to you real quick? So he called the guy over to him. And he asked him, you know, is that you? Is that your girl? He was like, no, that's my friend. He was like, well, do you mind if I, you know, I thought that was so respectful. I thought that was so respectful, you know, the way that he did that, um, you know. And and sometimes you get cool points just off of, the, just off of your how you handle the situation. Now, I'm not saying that men go out here and just do that to everybody because that might be the man's wife, or, you know. But, right. Again, body language. Right. And, and that goes you know, hand in hand with when you know that a woman is feeling you. We'll make it clear, you know, men. Um, if the very clear, crystal clear, you won't have to do we'll no make it clear to you that we're feeling you like you're feeling us. We will make it clear, okay? Body language, just as quick as we can make it clear that we're not into you. We'll also make it clear that we are. <laughs> right, and. Men, you also have to understand that sometimes women like to get to know you, so their no may not necessarily be like no. It might be right not right now because I want to get to know you. Like I'm a type of person. I'm beyond the just oh I'm just meeting you. You take my number and we date. Nah, I don't. I've wasted enough time in relationships that I want to get to know who you are to see where the compatibility is to see where your head is because I'm going certain place in life that I everybody can't go. And so I want to see if you can help, if, you can, if you're going to be able to handle the oil that God has on my life. Hello, come on. Okay. So you might be a good catch. You might be fine. You might be in, because I like men that take care of themselves, that's got, their, you know, got your career. I don't care how much money you make because I, at the end of the day, God is going to provide as long as you're happy doing what it is that you love. You can, you you know, you out here grinding, you can take care of yourself. You're not living off of nobody. 
um, you know who the Lord is, you're out here doing what you're supposed to do to live right. I, that's the type of people I like to get to know. Mm-hmm. And, um, but they also, that doesn't mean that that's who God has for you. So you have to also understand the woman that you're trying to pursue. If you're out here trying to pursue somebody who she got her stuff together, it's not going to be as easy as you just asking for her number. You know what I mean? Right. So you gotta have you gotta be patient. You have to be patient. You have to be upfront because the thing that bothers me a lot of times about men is they'll say one thing but their actions don't line up. Don't come here and tell me all this, oh this, 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 and this. And then when I when I do my own research, <laughs> okay, it's not, hey. it's not exactly what you say. You know what I mean? <laughs> Doesn't mean that it's a bad thing. Maybe you wasn't. Oh, maybe you just wasn't. <laughs> maybe you just wasn't comfortable to be 100. But you can't expect somebody to be 100 with you and you 50% with them. <laughs> it don't work that way. It don't work that way. Especially and don't think that the same formula works for every woman. Then it, Right. The same formula don't work for every woman. Come on here. So... <laughs> You know, and then the the last love language, guys, is acts of service. And basically that's just, you know, doing little stuff, like doing stuff around the house, massaging, you know, helping her carry the bags in the house, taking out trash without being asked. I mean, these are just like little things. Open the you door. know, just, just <laughs> helping her lift the load of something that you don't have to do but you want to do because you care about her well-being. Um, Walking on know. the proper side of the street. The sidewalk. <laughs> you know, a guy, I got a good guy put me on there. I never understood that. And I asked him, I said, why That's do you major. Because if a car jump up on the curb, I want them to hit me first. I said, oh, you're so sweet. That's yeah. major. Um, that, that tells you that their <laughs> level of care and concern for you has heightened, okay? Um, you mean something to them. Um, Come on. Even as simple as, let me know when you get home safe. Or if they feel mm-hmm. like, the, let me tell you something, that's like the sweetest thing ever. Like it may not mean much to a lot of people, but it really means something to me. When a guy says, let me know when you get home safe, right? And then when you get home, and they're actually calculating, like, okay, she should be home around this time. And then when you say, I got home safe, and their response is like, I was really about to touch you to see if you were okay, because they're calculating. Mhm. That means mm-hmm. so much. Like, because yeah. it's not just oh, let me just say this to sound cool, but you really meant it. Like, no, I really care about you to the level of extent that I want to make sure that you're getting home safe. I want to make sure that you're okay. That yeah. little protective piece, we like that. That's sexy. But when you feel like you just got to be a macho man and a WrestleMania figure, no, okay, boo. <laughs> Yes, I love that. I like I, I like the whole walking to the car. I like the whole opening car door. I like, you know, chivalry is not dead. You know, I like to pull it out my chair. I used to, uh, this guy, he used to um, take, put my coat on. I loved it. I loved it. But, you okay, know, guys, you, know, you got to be consistent, though. Then this is how you know when a guy yeah. is doing it just to get cool points for that one because they ain't consistent. You know, they'll do it the first time. Then that, well, no, 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 boo-boo. Don't do something that you, if it's not you, don't force it because it's not authentic, you know. But it's doesn't authentic, mean you can learn. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I like that kind of stuff. So, guys, you know, 
show the acts of kindness, like acts of service. It doesn't, you know, it's authentic. Like, you know, I used to have yeah. this guy. And when you're doing it, make sure you're, you're support. I used to have this one guy. Every time, and I really appreciated it in the winter, he would drive. He lived on the other side of town. God rest his soul. Um, he was the sweetest oh, yeah. guy. He, yeah, I know. He would drive from the other side of town, and I did not even ask him. He knew what time I had to go to work. If it snowed outside, he shoveled me out. I remember I was coming outside waiting, um, get ready to, you know, woke up early, and my car was already shoveled out, and he left a little note on my windshield. It was like, hey, I know you had to get up um, early, but I wanted to shovel you out because what had happened was I had told him um, we had this blizzard, and I was coming outside like a ding-dong. <laughs> with my heels on. Everybody know I like heels. I don't think ice and and heels didn't add up to me. As soon as I stepped <laughs> out, I was flat on my back. <laughs> he was like, girl, so he came to shovel me out, you know, and he didn't even, and went right back home. Sweetest guy ever, I tell you. But um, stuff like that is just, you know, goes a long way because it shows that you genuinely care about that person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for me, being a left-handed person, um, when you're able to, <laughs> to figure out <laughs> certain things, um, that's why I said pay attention, nuances. Um, and for me, it's my norm, you know, when I do certain things or move a certain way, that I'm not thinking about it. But for a man who's really paying attention to you and really being attentive with who you are, will pick up on those things and then where they just, without hesitation, may rearrange something so that way it feels more comfortable for you because, you know, you're left-handed versus them who is right-handed. That's definitely. Men? Come on, people. <laughs> so men, what we're, what, essentially what we're trying to say is pay attention. Don't put women in this box because you think that, you know, you you up on the knowledge. Yeah, you may know something, but you ain't got it all figured out because if you had it all figured out, you would realize that women are individual. What works for some does not, all women do not move, shake, and think the same way. Like a lot of men are very behooved by me because they're like, dang, yo, she is different from, like, I get this all the time, you, you don't act like the regular chick. That's because I'm not. So Hello. what you're used you're not going to be with me because I'm a totally, I have different experiences. I'm living my life totally different. You know, I'm living in accordance to what the, you know, the Lord has for me. That's just a, a beast in its own, you know. So you really can't just put women in this box. So men, get to know that woman individually. Take your, yes, your personal experiences, but don't use your personal experiences as your compass to deal with this new person because that's not who you were dating. The one that you did a relationship that didn't go right, the marriage that didn't go right, don't, it's okay to use what did not work in your relationship to improve you, but what did not work in your relationship should not be used as your compass for how you deal with the new woman. Get to know that woman. I think that's where men go wrong. Mm-hmm. That's where you go 100% wrong. Um, so with that said, time flies when you have fun. 
and y'all got a 15-minute extra reprieve. So Hello. just give them their – that was my final words of advice. Tasha, what's your final words of advice for the men tonight on women to debunk these myths? Listen, um, my final words for tonight, um, remember that a new woman means a new experience. So with that meaning um, we're not a one-size-fits-all concept, um, get to know who we are um, authentically. But before you do that, get to know yourself um, because, remember, who you are is what you attract. Ooh, yes, yes, ma'am. Who you are is what you attract. I love that. Well, y'all, we're out of time tonight. This is your exclusive with Dr. Francis and T.W. debunking the relationship myths about women. So you can be like you always do. Catch us every Monday night from 8 to 8.30. You can listen to the archive shows at www.dearchrissy.com. Check us out on Spotify and Anchor. And you're going to do like you always do and catch us next week. Well, I'll special shout-out to Theo and Showtime. Hope you all making it out in the quarantine. <laughs> Bye. Thank you for listening to Love and War. I'm your host, Crystal Francis. Don't forget to tune in next week, Monday, 8 to 8.30 p.m.